I have a term called uh, that is uh, the word truthers, and I speak about people who have who speak who speak truth or a truth. There are people who speak truths, and then there is one who speaks the truth. So now, for, as an example of uh, someone speaking truth or, or a truth. Uh, we have people out there who take on the cause against uh, um, genetically modified signs and foods, okay? Transgenetic, I think would be a better term, because they're actually changing, cha uh, uh, mixing the genes from, from, from uh, um, species that are not related to each other, plants and animals and that sort of thing. And it's, it's, it's a wicked thing. It's a wicked thing happening. And, and uh, there's going to be a, a big payday uh, for that. There's going to have to be a payback. And people are, are going to pay the price, and they are paying the price. Many people are dying because of that. So, but anyway, this, these, there are people out there that, uh, like Jeffrey Smith, I think, he speaks that truth. He speaks very well. He's just one of the guys that I would recommend to listen to. If you want to hear about the truth, about, about uh, transgenetic uh, mutations, manipulation, modification, uh, talk to him. He, he knows his stuff, and he's the one who's speaking the truth. And anybody else that comes along, like Patrick Moore on the Prager University uh, videos, and he'll defend genetic modification, no, he doesn't know what he's talking about. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Or, or uh, there's, there's some some evil motive going on. You can decide for yourself, but, uh, but it's, it's a lie. The, 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 the uh, transgenetic modification is, uh, is, is good, is a total lie. It's a total lie. Uh, Joel Salatin, another wonderful guy who speaks about farming, proper farming, and he speaks on all kinds of things. He's another guy well, well worth listening to. Just a lot of precious wisdom. He, Jeffrey Smith, and there are others, okay? Um, where was I? They speak a truth, okay? And they'll even speak truths. They may be in the category, the second category, where there are several truths, not just one. Um, there are guys that speak against fluoride, okay? But they don't speak against much of anything else, all right? So they speak truth. Listen to them. They're worth listening to. Dr. Paul Conant, he speaks against fluoride. He's been a, 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 a wonderful warrior against, against fluoride. Dr. James Beck is another fellow. They, they wrote a book together with a third fellow uh, against, uh, against fluoride. Uh, Bryson uh, um, uh, wrote a book against fluoride. The, the uh, Fluoride Deception, I think, is the name of his book. And, and I think you can get it uh, uh, on the net for free. But if you would like to support him, then you could be buying his book, uh, an excellent book. He's, he's got it all covered. He's got himself covered because the entities trying to support fluoridation are, are a ruthless, evil bunch. They really are. And I'm talking about the medical association, the dental association. They're all corrupt in this matter and killing people, uh, wittingly or unwittingly. I'm not saying that they're necessarily doing it uh, deliberately, but that's what's happening. So, and then, so you've got guys that speak a truth, all right, that's a category, and you can listen to those people in, in that particular matter. Maybe not in any other, 
maybe not in many others, but in those matters, they know what they're talking about, and I commend them for it. I take my hat off to them. Then there are the uh, guys who speak truths, and uh, that's where most false teachers come in. There are all kinds of preachers in the churches who say true things. Jesus Christ is Lord. The Pope says that Jesus Christ is Lord. Whether he means it or not is another matter. His fruits certainly don't tell me that, uh, that he means it, uh, and I don't believe he does. I don't believe he does at all. I think he's just another corrupt individual, that's all. But he's not the only one. There's so many others. I just finished talking about these pastors uh, of what? Reformed churches who are dying like flies, perishing. Why? Because they're, they're, they, don't, they don't have that relationship with the Lord that they claim to have. And yet they speak several truths. Okay, the Bible, it's the word of God. All right, yeah, that's the truth. Uh, Jesus Christ died for our sins? Yes, that's the truth. He was born of a Virgin Mary? Yes, that's truth. Believe the scriptures, read the scriptures, they're telling many truths, and yet they are very deceptive. Like, for example, if they're going to say about God that he predetermines people to go to hell forever and burn and burn and burn, 10 billion years from now, no pardon, no reprieve, no, they will keep going, they're just beginning. That is wickedness, sheer wickedness. God didn't set things up that way. And he has set it up in a perfect way so that one day he is going to be finished his job of, of, of uh, forming man in his image. It only began in the Garden of Eden. It just began there. And then we were all made subject to vanity, it says in Romans 8. Not willingly. We were, we were set there so that God would, in hope, of better things in hope of, of bringing us to the end so that God would finish the job of forming us in his image. Repentance, yes. Don't believe for a moment that I'm not speaking repentance. I am speaking repentance. And that brings me to the next uh, point here that I'm going to make right now. The, the, the one who speaks the truth, okay, he'll talk to you about not just weaknesses or faults or mistakes or tragedies, he'll talk to you about sin. I'll talk to you about sin. I talk to people about sin, and they hate me for it. They hate me for it. When 9-11 happened, Billy Graham stood up and, and made this statement. He says, oh, just a horrible thing. I'm not going to quote him word for word here. I don't remember what the words were, but you can look it up. It's there. He condemned that act. And yeah, I understand. But why didn't he say that this happened to America because America was in sin? Because America is full of sin, full of corruption, of every form you can think of. He wasn't preaching against sin. Oh, he was sympathizing with the Americans. All right. So, and, and maybe other people in the world, Canadians, whatever. That's not the job of a man of God. The man of God is not there to sympathize, but that's what all these so-called men of God are doing. They're sympathizing with their congregations. They're sympathizing with their followers. Why? Because it's all about themselves. That's who it is, or what it is. People say that I'm talking about myself. Yeah, I am. Okay. But why am I talking about myself? Isn't that worth considering? And I'm talking about sin. I'm confronting people with their sins. That's what I'm doing. And they hate me for it. That's why I'm a nobody. That's why I'm hated. Nobody wants to hear the truth. Nobody wants to hear the truth. They don't even want to hear something that they may be at, at weak about or at fault about or having made a mistake. People don't want to hear that anymore. 
I, I remember that many, maybe half a century ago, people could, could somewhat tolerate that, although it's always been a problem for people to be criticized in any way, even mildly. They, they have their ego, they have their uh, image of themselves, and, and they don't like to be told that they're wrong in any way. So try and talk to them about sin. Whoa, that's another matter altogether. You're judging, you're judging, you're judging. Yeah, I'm judging. I'm telling you what sin is. I'm telling you that you are sinning, and I'm telling you that you need to repent, or you're finished, you're toast. And you better listen up to that. You don't have any choice. You either listen and obey, believe the Lord Jesus Christ. He's the only answer for any problem. And by the way, I want to say something else. He is the answer to all problems. There is no such a thing as a, an insoluble problem. No such thing. Jesus Christ, all power and authority has been given him. He has it. He's come through. He's overcome death. Can you tell me of anyone that can overcome death besides God? But he did it. And he has the, if he has the solution to death, if he can raise the dead, then tell me of a problem that he can't solve. So there's no such thing as an insoluble problem. When people write me, they've, they've got this, that, and the other problem, horrible problems. A lot of them, it's just horrible problems. And I say Jesus Christ is the answer. And I have answers, specific answers for people. People don't want to hear them. It's not my job to make them listen. It's not my job to convince them. But I will tell them what they need to hear. By God's grace, I will. And I'll have to pay the price. People are just going to not want to have anything to do with me. All right, so they don't have anything to do with me. But that's, that's a small, small trade-off. I have the Lord. I have the joy of the Lord. I have the wisdom of the Lord. I have the power of the Lord. Come on. Can there be anything better than to have union and fellowship with God, to walk with him, talk with him, and he loves me? He just swamps me with blessings of every kind. You name it. He's just done it for me. He gave me faithfulness to, 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 to love him, to obey him, to follow him, to believe what he has to say. And there is a huge reward for that. And people think, they see me on the camera here, and they think, oh, a guy... He doesn't look very happy. He doesn't look very good. Uh, he doesn't look like he's blessed. He, he's, just, he's just another false prophet. You know why? Because people are looking for, for heroes. They're looking for guys with beautiful hairdos and, what, 30 years old and all muscular, you know, show you your six-pack and whatever else. They think, they think that it's, it's an outward beauty. What does it say about Jesus Christ in Isaiah 53? He was not comely that anybody should desire him. He was despised and rejected of men. So if that's happening to the Son of God, why shouldn't it happen to me? And why can't it happen to me? I'm supposed to be this guy in a three-piece suit or whatever you want to call it, and I'm supposed to be beautiful, and I'm supposed to be charismatic, and I'm supposed to be all these things? No, no, no. That's not the way God works. It's not the way he works. Angels of light work that way. All those preachers out there that, that have that charisma, that have that power of eloquence, they're all a bunch of rotters. I'll just come straight out and say it. They're all a bunch of rotters. That's all it is to it. That They don't have anything, not from God. They may have it from other men. They may have it from their own fleshly uh, understanding and powers, but not from the hemp, uh, throne of heaven. They're not from the Lord. That's all there is to it. It's that simple. They, they speak truths, 
Okay, several truths, but they don't speak the truth. And the, the truth is the only thing that is going to make you free. And that has to be from the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm not claiming to be the Lord Jesus Christ, but I am claiming to be one with him. So there it is. There comes a time when it's do or die to stand in truth or to tell.